This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth, hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Hi loves, welcome to the weekly medicine mini-sode for Tarot for the Wild Soul podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Mack, and this is your energetic download for the week ahead and the cards that are helping us to move through that energy. So here we are, having moved through the really profound new moon in Gemini. It was very powerful. Lots of downloads um, for me personally, and I think for for many actually a lot of creative, a lot of creative stuff. Um, what I keep hearing again and again and again for us is that. We can't forget what's the the bigger picture of these times. The smaller picture is just as valid, but the bigger picture and the, the, the biggest framework of that picture is that we are being called to evolve. Evolving is growth through discomfort. What is uncomfortable for you? What is coming up for you right now, dependent on your circumstances, is is the treasure, is the through line, is the it's the 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 arrow pointing you forward. It's not the thing that's getting in your way. It is the way. And the more we have these resistances, these obstacles, these big feelings, these so valid, we can tend to want to feel like, well, they have to go away or I have to kind of try to manage them or, you know, uh, push them away because they're not positive and I don't, you know, um, of course, everybody's going through something totally different, but the energies are getting stronger and stronger and stronger right now as people really feel like they're being pushed past the point of what they can handle. Um, This is the space where you actually have the ability to break through to something completely potentially unknown about your own ability to self-tend. This isn't romanticizing spiritual work in the midst of a horrible collective experience. This isn't minimizing the enormity of the trauma and fear and pain and loss that people are going through right now. It is an invitation to not forget to tend the self in the midst of all of that. We're not great at taking care of ourselves. Our ancestors have showed us, taught us, unless we were very lucky, they were thinkers, they were analyzers, they were processors. Our parents, our grandparents were not feeling things. If you're, you know, growing up as of the last, you know, basically if you're here um, and are of a certain age, and even if you're older, much older than me, we're all being asked to unpack that and move into feeling. It's important to move into feeling. We don't want to do it. It's the last place we really want to go, but it's crucial. It's important. And I'm going to tell you why. Two, 
two reasons alone <laughs> why that's uh, you know very microcosmic as compared to some larger pieces because of course we're talking about this the the spectrum of the spiritual within earthly life right number one you're in an emperor year so this is about rooting down into the soils that support you into what nourishes you not it's all about root work all about going back to the root all about identifying you know where were you taught certain things where did you do where did you develop certain programs certain belief systems is it time for them to go we can expand and shift radically right now if we're willing to drop down very deeply and do the work you can't rise as a strong and sturdy mountain as a really solid oak unless your roots are very strong this is your job this year i don't i mean of course i care deeply your circumstance um this is not work that requires you to sit at your altar for six hours a day. We're beyond that, actually. This is much more about bringing this work into the spectrum of your life. I know that there are people out there that are working all fucking day, every day, on their feet. They're on the front lines, helping with people who are sick. They're parenting at home alone or with um, partner or roommate or, you know, with, with they're living with their parents, like, folks aren't sure where they're going to literally get their next meal, next paycheck. This is real shit. This work is meant to come with us in the midst of that. It has to be accessible. So this isn't about doing something fancy. This isn't about work for the privileged. This is about work for everybody. This is about you understanding that you're allowed to make this work your own, but there is no getting away from it. This is an emperor year. No emperor can actually rise up without rooting down first. So look to your fours. We have four of cups as our card for this week. That's not an accident. You know, um, look to emperor. See how it, how it, um, this is not going to go away. Like this is going to keep just coming through in the weekly medicine and the monthly medicine, <laughs> kind of no matter what we do, because there, there is no way to not look at this anymore. This is the job. It is the work right now. The second thing, and I feel like if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know me, I don't warn, I don't use fear-based languaging. I don't, but, and I should say, <laughs> however, I do want to just start seeding something that I've been hearing from my guides now for about a good two months. I even have a meme sort of on the back burner awaiting this. Because um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, now I do love to make and share memes related to the tarot and spiritual work. We are moving toward a hierophant year next year, which means that it's going to be a five-year, which means that essentially 2021 is going to be about uncoupling, actively uncoupling from abusive power dynamics, old beliefs and stories that we've absolutely inherited and thought were true and are not, turning to ourselves 
for sourcing and support. Even if we continue to work with our teachers, with leaders, with guides who really resonate with us, those teachers and guides are going to be called in more than ever before to be very clear, you know, what are they sharing? Have they really thought about what they're sharing? Is this, you know, something that they've done any kind of critical thinking around? Are they just saying what they heard without questioning it? This is, it goes down to the root and the bone because beliefs feel so fucking true. It can hard to even believe that they're beliefs. Y'all know what fives are. This is huge contraction work. It's expansion through contraction work. This doesn't mean that next year is going to be a shit show, but it is a profound spiritual awakening and it is no joke. So do the root work now so that you can stand in that energy. We're not, there's no like going back to when we could just be asleep at the wheel. It's just not possible. Like commit to waking up. Waking up doesn't involve some ridiculous sense of enlightenment, like there are no problems or issues. It means that we're committed to tending and bearing witness to our own inner waves all the time, every day being willing to consider, is this a fact, this feeling, this thought? Is it in highest and best to say something about this feeling, this thought? Before I do, can I tend it? What's the belief underneath it? Whoa, this is a huge charge. I wonder what this is. Personal responsibility, coming back to self. It doesn't mean that we don't reach out. We're not very clear. We don't speak on things when it's time to speak on them. It means that we don't leave ourselves out in the process. And in fact, um, you're going to see in just a few days that the buildup to a high refund year is actually so important that I'm going to be doing a mid-year threshold, actually, that I was told to do by spirit that um, this solstice that's coming up on the June 20th, 21st, summer for one half of the year and winter for the other is such an important threshold. We have to, working with it will will be dependent on, all. like we'll get to work with it in whatever way we want to. But understanding what it means, what we're going into, what this time is, it's never been more important. So what does all that have to do with Four of Cups? Four of Cups is our card for this week. Four of Cups, um, even just beginning to think about four of cups in a more soul-centered way can completely open up our relationship to it because it's not a card of missing something. This very old school, very old paradigm. Um, and it it's not bad or wrong. It just doesn't, it's not really the truth. It doesn't really have a solid place with us in our journey forward anymore. Um, you're not missing anything. If you pull four of cups, it doesn't mean spirits like waving at you and you, you know, aren't picking up on the signal. Um, four of cups and how it relates to our week this week is actually about trusting in our relationship to timing. We are being handed some kind of fourth cup in four of cups. 
But the genius and the beauty of a great many of the cards in the cup suits is that it teaches us that we're not going to miss anything if we don't act immediately. Four of cups is one of those cards. Seven of cups is another. Um, we work in certain cards, eight of cups in leaving cups behind and then regenerating and actually, um, moving into a deeper connection with what we're receiving than we, we had before. So there's an incredible gift that the cup suit offers us that has to do with placing our personal needs, our emotions, our care, our tending, our self-love and our pace through life is related to that self-love first, no matter what. So four of cups and this week for us is about offering ourselves, beginning to play with the idea of offering ourselves digestion time. We may in fact get an invitation, an offer. We may be, you know, we may have, um, it's, it's, channel city right now. And a lot of people are really feeling a lot of ideas and downloads. It's a strong way that Gemini energy is working through us all right now, which is interesting because although a great many of us are not at home quarantining, obviously, um, it's an enormous privilege to do that. Um, but there's not as much going out and it would seem that Gemini energy would really um, be about that when the truth is that Gemini rules the lover's card. The lover's card is about acknowledging where we outsource our energy and drawing it back. We, it's a call to draw it back into ourselves. So because, um, not necessarily that you yourself are not, uh, somehow very busy. I feel like everyone I know is actually like a little bit more overburdened right now, um, depending on their circumstance. Um, but because of the collective nature, we're not doing a whole lot of traveling. Many of us, we're not like hopping on planes and going out and going out with friends even. Um, we're, there's more of an inward, we're able to receive all that wisdom, all that channeling. We're going to talk about that, um, at monthly medicine in a couple of days as well. It's, it's magician lovers time. We're actually getting to feel some of it for the first time because we're not out. We're not outsourcing our energy quite as much in, in exactly the same way that we were before. Many of us are deeply outsourcing right now. Of course, um, it's just different where we don't have the external piece in the same way we did. So, what does it mean to, while we're receiving so much, because I guarantee you, you are, whether it's really small, very big on a, on a mi micro scale, on a macro scale, there's a lot of expansion happening for us right now. So <clears throat> how do you offer the opportunity to let there be an emotional processing this has been a hard time. We've been in this now enough that some of us might even be kind of getting used to it. Um, and there may not be as much, um, checking in with self. How am I doing? Do I feel ready for something else, something different? This is about seeing the opportunity, seeing something else, seeing the potential, and trusting that it can hang out there until we're ready. 
And that readiness might be 90, you know, it might be 90 seconds. That readiness might be 36 hours. That readiness might be a full week or a month. You know, how can we allow what has been processed, felt, absorbed to be digested? It's a big digestion month What are, or week. What are we holding on to that we can release? What are we holding on to that we don't have to anymore? What can we clear? What can we offer up to make space? Even if we do take that fourth cup, if we don't digest it, it just adds on to it. And then there's an indigestion. Then there's a lack of flow. There's no actual room to offer that fourth cup to ourselves and really receive it. And certainly no room to devote the time to it. So we're learning a new rhythm right now. That's absolutely going to, if we're, we're willing to let it carry over into life long past this quarantine, you know, what is it for us to move on aligned timing? If other people do not move on aligned timing with you, they may not be your people. Maybe, maybe not, right? Depends. Sometimes we just have to do what we got to (laughs) do. Other times we can say no. So the card that's holding up this experience that that's traveling underneath it, where we can devote our attention to is queen of cups. What happens when we lay the sacred digestion out at our altar and we make space for it? What does that look like? What does it look like when we leave room to drop into the deep parts of ourselves? What is it when we leave room to move into self you know, again, I've said this many times in your bathroom, if you've got kids and, you know, if someone's watching your kids while you're in the bathroom, some people don't have that pleasure or that luxury. If it's four in the morning before your kids are up, if it's you laying asleep in bed or uh, awake in bed while, um, you know, feeding your kid or while, you know, whatever it is on your way home from like a 12 hour shift, um, What is it to leave even two minutes of being able to drop into Queen of Cups? Queen of Cups is its profound um, connection to the deep, deep, deep parts of ourselves, the longing, the the emotionality, the psychic self, the, 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 the deeper part that it has its ear to the sea and feet on the earth. Um, I often talk about queen of cups in relationship to the selkie myth and there's very much a sense of both and with this card you know who are we and how are we showing up in the world when we are our underwater selves and how are we showing up in the world when we're out in the world on two feet on dry land the thing is though that we're never, Queen of Cups really teaches us like we're never just one. We're never just the ocean creature. We're never just the earth creature. We're always both. And if there isn't enough room for one, that part's going to get really agitated. And if there isn't enough room for the other, the same thing's going to happen. If we're way out 
in the emotion and the deep, that earth part is going to call out and it's going to say like, Hey, the dishwasher has like, has to be unloaded. (laughs) You know, Hey, you have this deadline that's due. Hey, you have this zoom class that, you know, you promised to teach your, your kids are, they need you, you know? So how do we balance both? How do we leave time for that sacred water work and also kind of be in our lives? And certainly the opposite is true. If we are so in the day, so in our process, and I totally understand that might be what, just what you have time for. How can we even just leave a light on for that water self to come through for that peace? This is a week if we're willing and you do not need an abundance of time, of money, of space to do this. You don't need that magic meets you where you are. This is accessible medicine for everybody. Take this and apply it where you can and how you can, right? There is room if we're willing to travel very, very deeply in. These calls are going to get stronger. They're going to get more impactful. We have to begin to listen. What is it that can no longer go with you? You're going to hear a lot of that. You know, we're heading toward um, kind of the second turn on the spiral of the wheel of the year that starts in cancer season and moves through till uh, Libra season, our summer months. Um, The summertime in the Northern Hemisphere is an incredibly powerful introspective time. We are not often paying attention to that because it's our time to kind of go out, go on vacation, be with friends. It's winter time in the other part of the hemisphere. That's, it's very powerful to consider that it, and it's how, and why often many of us in the winter months of the Northern hemisphere, I am one of those people feel incredibly charged and, and vitalized because we're not the only ones that are experiencing a season in a, in a linear way. We're, we're doing a both and all the time. So what you are feeling in your winter time, um, there's huge busyness happening under the earth in winter time, even in the Northern hemisphere, there's a lot of rest, but there's also a lot of growth. There's a lot of making ourselves ready for these things. So how can we truly in a way that feels accessible, reachable, possible for us, how do we make room for the clearing, the digestion, the honoring of the death of these parts of us that are not meant to go with us anymore? How can we allow queen of cups to come forward and hold our hand through it? help us remember that we can do both indefinitely, no matter how busy we are, no matter how crazy we are, we can do both. We can hold our deep emotional world and be in our earthly world. Like it is possible. What can be created from us when we live in the in-between? So we are preparing for something. There is a very big energetic shift on its way coming you know, with the solstice is, it's a very big deal. You're probably already feeling that. Trust it. 
pay attention to your work. Your work is desperately trying to get your attention. It has been your whole life. So the more you feel drawn to be outside of yourself, be consumed with what's going on outside of yourself, there's room for that. Queen of Cups tells us that there's totally room to engage with all of the parts of our world that we feel called to and and a responsibility to, but we cannot leave ourselves in that process. So this is a very deep week of beginning to pay attention. So how can we come back home to that? So thank you for listening, Wild Souls. Very grateful to be here with you. Excited to drop into monthly medicine with you later in the week. And until then, please take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to Tarot for the Wild Soul. This podcast was edited by Chase Voorhees. The podcast art is by Chelsea Iris Granger. And it is hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. For more about the podcast, visit wildsoulpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at Tarot for the Wild Soul. For more about me and my work, please visit lindsaymack.com. To support Tarot for the Wild Soul, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for being here.